Hang on. Hang on. Halt. Welcome to This Might Be A Podcast, the song-by-song podcast about the greatest band of all time. It's They Might Be Giants. I'm your host, Greg Simpson, and I, I've, I'm here with a, a long, long-awaited guest. It's Noah Daniel, and we're going to talk about the song Unforgotten off the S-E-X-X-Y EP. going hello <laughs> long time <I'm> coming <laughs> I, I feel like yeah we we need to tell people the tale especially since um so so i just got serenaded by my noah via mp3 uh right before we started recording this he sent me a little song about uh in, we'll, we'll call it an incident an incident that occurred a couple of months ago so before the baby was born we were supposed to record this episode, so uh, June—I don't even remember June something. Tenth, I think. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> June tenth, um, and being that we're so we're separated by six hours and an ocean, mm-hmm. I believe right. Yes. Um, there was a mix-up with the uh, the time and the date, being that the the time difference made the date different for me as it did for you, and. I, we thought it was on different days uh, because of the time change. And I'm here like waiting. I'm like, where is this dude? What's going on? I'm being stood up. I thought we were friends. What's going on? <laughs> Fuck you, dude. I give up. No, it's canceled. <laughs> and then you got at me the next day and you're like, wait, oh no, what? I thought it was today. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what was what was. Uh, so imagine you woke up to a bunch of messages. And you're like, wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a, a little shock there, but I really uh, paid too few attention on on that matter. Actually, the like the time difference and all that, and I just thought, oh well. Okay. To, to this morning, he just wrote me, well, tomorrow. <laughs> so it's gonna be tomorrow, right? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the problem. Yeah, the the the, <laughs> the vocabulary there, the word choice there. It's, it's like uh, tomorrow when for you it was already. I don't know. I'm even getting confused even talking about it. I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah. When you had seen the email by the the time it was for you, and you saw the email, you thought it was the next day, and it was just a whole. But it it was fine. We figured mm. out what, what had happened the next day. But mm. by then, it was like I was already jam packed up until, and then Ramona ended up coming up coming early. So it was like, mm. well, shit, man, we got to do after the baby's born now. <laughs> so yeah. here we are. And so you sent me a little song about it called Greg's Waiting. <laughs> so I think we got to let people hear that. It's June the 10th, 2021. Some guy in Indiana had a plan to do a podcast today on a song by TMBG. On the song forgotten about his guest in Germany is not answering his messages he's not taking his calls nothing happens at all Greg Simpson is waiting for his podcast Get that he's not answering He's forgotten the date He switched off his phone Maybe they'll have to postpone I dig it, man. And I was like, oh, it's a little, little acoustic number. And then the accordion comes in, some harmonies come in, the little ending, the the, the stepping down to the minor ending. I, I, I dig it. That's that's a good tune. That should be, uh, that's that's the single for your upcoming album, right? <laughs> it's, I, it's called I, I Lost I know what I, lo- <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how that's a good one uh it, it was thursday though right so it, it must have... it was a thursday so yeah we yeah <laughs> kind of i don't know one of us last thursday i'm not sure which one yeah uh, <laughs> do you uh, do you write maybe do you write many originals i mean i've always just uh tapped into your covers and stuff do you write many original songs I'm I'm really bad with the lyrics, so uh, this was a, a like a thing that that's very easy to write some lyrics about. Uh, yeah, since yeah. it's just an event, and uh, I'm, I yeah. Then if I got some lyrics and uh, I can kind of improvise some chords that m- might fit, and uh, also have like sometimes I just improvise a lot, and then I think, oh, this sounds nice. You know, I try to. Uh, then later uh, record something about it like multiple musical layers and uh, afterwards try to think uh, of any lyrics that kind of fit the vibe but uh, Mm -hmm. that doesn't doesn't really work that well but i've got a couple of uh kind of musical ideas that uh, i i like so far like the instrumental part of it Mm -hmm. and uh, try to 
work something bigger out of it. So one day I will probably release something on Bandcamp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I try to work yeah. it in the TMBG way, uh, true to the music, and uh, try to find what what serves the song. So it's I, tough. I can't provide tr drums myself, so I uh, kind of need to work around that. Do some uh, beatboxing. Yeah, <laughs> you've never, <laughs> you've never been one to really uh, mess around with drum machines much either. Have you Have you tried anything no, with drum programming, no. like through MIDI programs or anything like that? No, not really. Uh, I don't have any drum machines or anything. Uh, just my like looper guitar mm -hmm. looper thing that has very steady, <laughs> boring uh, beats on it. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not that talented with that, I guess. What uh, what, what program do you record on? What software? Oh, it's still just Audacity. It's, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> not Audacity good at all. It doesn't really come <laughs> with any drum beats or anything like that, I don't think. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, anyway, oh, so, I mean, we're, I'm already assuming that people know who you are. You've only been on one weekly episode. You were on the accordion uh, Patreon episode, but as far as weekly episodes go, you were you've been on a whole lot of Glean, which was a whole mm. lot of time ago. <laughs> it was uh, over a year ago. Yeah, I guess yeah. probably about probably about a year and a half, uh, uh, something like that. I don't know. It's all a blur, man. And twenty twenty just like didn't exist. But I think it was sometime in twenty twenty, in spring of twenty twenty. Um, so, but y y everyone has heard Noah plenty. In the covers section, uh, and especially, yeah, this past spring, you've sent me quite a few covers. Um, amongst them, a couple, a, a pair of great covers for the Mickey Mouse Club theme, uh, <laughs> Contra Coup. Uh, I mean, so, yeah, you're in that, that VIP club that uh, gets the recording schedule, my episode recording schedule, ahead of time uh, to, you know, get to elbow into the the queue of covers for those episodes you know before anyone else even knows they're coming so <laughs> i appreciate all the covers he sent me and uh, you were in plenty of episodes before that before i even know who you were because of your soundcloud name i was like i don't know who this guy is doesn't yeah, sound japanese the name looks japanese but it doesn't sound japanese <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's takahiro 24 so it's uh kind of <laughs> hard to connect to, my, yeah. to myself <laughs> throwing me off the scent there i mean th there's so many funny things i come across and you know looking for covers and you know i always find a lot of familiar faces and a lot of people have ended up then being on the show um which is always fun but there's still like i'll still come across new people i'm like huh never seen this guy before um but i think in this episode yeah, these will both be returning artists. Only one person has been on the show in the cover artist, but people that have popped up before. But I'll still see people pop up with like the weirdest names. I'm like, just go to the YouTube channel. I don't even know what that says. <laughs> mm. Or some of them actually, it'll like have Japanese characters. I'm like, I don't know. Just search, you know, something, something cover and maybe find it. <laughs> um, yeah, but so if people want to hear your fandom story, they should go to the whole lot of Glean episode. Yeah, probably, and probably. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you like picking those weird ones. That was a funny one to do as your first uh, 
episode just such a such a deep deep cut you know kind mm. of a song that was like considered a scrap but then recollected and revived by you and i'm sure shot straight to the top of the charts after our episode <laughs> and now now we're on to one of these songs that uh electra has tried to scrap just by being an electra era b-side from the sexxy ep mm. and those are not on streaming i mean people have uploaded it to youtube but can't put it on a spotify playlist i hate that they're like my mm. best of you know spotify playlist for the mp giants can't have like welcome to the jungle you know this one sense yeah, around yeah. like it's uh, uh, it's a shame uh, yeah definitely yeah. and the the funny thing is uh those uh not a welcome to the jungle but um uh, uh, definitely sense around and uh, unforgotten i heard them rather early i think um probably first i i did listen to like uh sean henry factory showroom on spotify but then one of the first albums i bought uh, here in germany actually i think i ordered it was this like um some kind of double album uh thing with bonus tracks like john henry and factory showroom in one uh, double CD thing uh, for for just not even twenty euros, I think. So it was really worth it. Like it was twice as uh, as worth it paying for it. And also like having these extra bonus tracks on them, which I, I didn't realize when I ordered it. And uh, having like unforgotten uh, all these <laughs> amazing yeah. little songs on there. I'm looking at it right now. This wasn't released until 2013 oh, on the yeah. label Edsel. Yeah, John Henry plus Factory Showroom. Uh, it's got 46 tracks. It's almost two and a half hours long. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, after John Henry, they got, um, yeah, Ondine, Mrs. Train, Snail Dust, Why Is the Sunshine, Jessica, Whirlpool. So that was the first place you heard Whirlpool then, I'm guessing, as well. The song yeah, that yeah. you covered Definitely. for... The Meat Puppets cover, the They Might Be Giants cover that you covered for the Purple Toupee compilation that is very awesome and people should buy. Uh, and then, yeah, and then on the Factory Showroom, uh, then, yeah, you got the different versions of SEXXY. Yeah, geez, disc, disc 2. It's got three versions of, of SEXXY. That's pretty rough. And then <laughs> since around, Unforgotten, yeah. we've got a world that swings. Yeah, that was yeah. a good deal. Good, good deal there. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder why it, it yeah, why it took that much longer after the release. They're like I wonder it must have gone out of those two must have gone out of print in or like they didn't have distribution in Europe or something. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it could be. But uh yeah. I was lucky then to to get it. <laughs> I mean yeah. if it had been still sold from maybe uh, 2000 or, or some some earlier time, it would probably not have been there anymore, I guess, <laughs> at the time when I ordered it in 2015. Yeah, it is. Or yeah, 16? this is perplexing to me that it came out. I figured it was something that had come out while they were still on Electra. But clicking over and seeing 2013, it's like, it's funny that they didn't make that stuff available again in the u.s and it's getting it's probably something with like the contract with the lecturer or something like that like there's got to be a reason that they can't you know mm. press up more of those or something or you know more sexxy eps um 
because they were they made it available again in Europe, but you still couldn't buy those. I mean, I guess we could buy an import of this if you were wanting to instead of collect the EPs, buy this to get because you're getting, uh, yeah, back to skull EP. You're getting the white as the sun shine EP, the SEXXY EP, uh, and both albums together. Yeah, depending on how much an import would be, it might be a better value for someone in the U.S. to get this instead of all the EPs and and both those albums. Hmm. Interesting. It's weird the way yeah major label stuff works. It's a lot harder to get your own songs back. Got to steal your own songs back from Elektra. That's weird. So then Unforgotten then would have been track 17 on disc two. So even that deep into this... Two hours and twenty-three minutes of music. That one stuck out to you. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, it's just a really, really good song. And uh, yeah, do we want to talk about the song now? <laughs> sure. So. We already, we already kind of are. So yeah, originally re- released on the SEXXY EP, mm-hmm. November twenty-sixth, nineteen ninety-six. Which uh, yeah, like I said, it has. Starts with just the regular SEXXY. Since Round, Unforgotten Track 3, mm. We've Got a World That Swings. Uh, mm. And and that's a um, cover of a song from The Nutty Professor, the Jerry Lewis movie, which is funny. And they have such weird choice in covers. And then the Warren Rigg microwave mix of SEXXY, which is nearly eight minutes of SEXXY that nobody asked for. <laughs> Yes. I, I don't think I, I listened to that a lot. No. Yeah. Because I, I did finally buy this EP on a CD, like, yeah, just a few months ago. And so it was playing. And Cara's like, first she was like, didn't we hear the song already? I'm like, yeah, this is like a remix of it. Um, I mean, she knows XXXY, but she's like, wait, why is this on again? I'm like, oh, it's a remix. And then as it goes, it's like three minutes in. She's like, is this song almost done? And I'm like, Nope. <laughs> I think we did make it to the end, but she, she's like, this is getting kind of annoying. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Unforgotten, good song. You want to talk about music or music uh, yeah, yeah. or lyrics first? I think uh, we can... Oh, that's difficult. Uh, yeah, music maybe, since it starts with like a characteristic uh, guitar riff or is it is it even a riff or just some kind of it's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean the riff i'd call the uh dum, 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 that i would call a riff yeah for yeah, sure okay yeah um yeah what do you like about it i mean you uh you're well spoiler alert you're, you're gonna have a cover in the cover section uh so you learn mm-hmm. how to play this what uh and that usually makes me appreciate the music of a song even more uh what do you like about this yeah it's uh actually rather simple chords but it creates such a deep feeling overall i think um just yeah it's it's rather slow and it's like laying out this kind of sad yeah um yeah vibe overall i, I would say i'm you know i'm not the best in uh, putting these kind of feelings into words but uh 
Well, there's something about that with a good song where it's like you can't quite put your finger on why it makes you feel that way a certain Mm. way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel it's much complicated like many Linnell songs can be (laughs) uh, rhythmically or uh, chord progression-wise. But, um, yeah, if you play on guitar, you know, you just start with with F and go to the, like, next... uh, minor kind of thing <laughs> and yeah, yeah, go back no. again it's it's not not too <laughs> too uh like difficult there but uh yeah then sometime later it gets into this little uh yeah like positive progression like i would call it and it then it gets back to this and then minor again yeah it definitely mutates a little bit because, again, looking at and this is <laughs> everyone's probably like, who cares what key it's in, Greg, when I'm looking at it. And like if it were F major and again, I think probably it, with the Mappy Giants, it's almost unimportant, like saying, oh, it's in this key, like it's figuring out the chords. That's important. But I look mm-hmm. at it like if it were an F, it would be a B flat major. Like it goes straight from F to B flat minor. Uh, mm. like the B flat would be the four chord that should be major. <clears throat> but then later on, you said it kind of, you know, gets to a happier feel. It does go to B flat majors, you know, by the time you get a few lines into the song, cause you got, yeah, you got F B flat minor, F B flat minor, F B flat minor. Uh, and then it goes to a major, which again, that would not be major in the key of F. It should be an a minor if it were in the key of F and then it goes to that B flat major. So it's like, I, I mean, I don't know what key it's in. It's almost like it starts in. Uh, mm, yeah, I don't know, because it doesn't feel like a weird progression. It is one mm. of those songs, like you were saying, like where, yeah, it evokes these feelings, and I think part of that is like it kind of sneakily shifting from the B flat minors to B flat majors. But, like, is Flans like, oh, I'm doing a key change here? Or is just kind of like whatever key feels right with maybe the vocal melody that he had first? Yeah, what, what I just uh, thought about is, uh, you know, this kind of... I don't know if this guitar is tuned, but... Uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, it's kind of... Well, if you, if you put it, like, uh, one fret up, you have this... Like Istanbul kind of uh, right. chords, uh-huh. but it feels completely different than that. You right. know, obviously because you start with the, um, uh, well, with the F first, and then with the is it B flat minor? I don't know what. It, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know what chords even are, but <laughs> I <laughs> sure just play do. guitar, son. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel it deep in my soul. Yeah. Yeah. Don't um, give me that book learning. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It yeah. probably uh, doesn't happen too often in the songs, uh, but I, I think there's something similar in uh, maybe this can uh, this is only going to go one way or something. There, there's also mm. uh, when it goes like in the solo part or something uh, then it's also this kind of progression so maybe it's not completely rare in tvg songs but 
yeah, definitely unique uh, that it creates this kind of uh, vibe, which which it does here. I think there's mm -hmm. not many songs who who are uh, who you could compare to Unforgotten. Yeah, I'm trying to think of yeah something along these lines, but yeah, I mean it is a pretty simple th that a is the perplexing chord for me because mm -hmm. if you just kind of break it down real simple it's almost like he's just starting going uh from f to b flat minor and then shifts it from to f b flat major uh and he's even doing like an inversion of that because he's doing an mm -hmm. f at least according to the tab there's an f uh as the low note of the chord, so a B flat major, but with an F lowest. Um, so just kind of shifting, yeah, staying on the same fret on the guitar and just shifting his fingers upstring to get to the uh, get the B flat mm. with the F on top, um, and barring across it. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting trick. Yeah, it's that that don't have to be the A just comes out of nowhere because yeah, it, sh it should be. I mean, if you're in the key of F. Don't have to be, you know, it, where it would be a lot different if you went. Don't have to be, mm. <laughs> you know, that's which, it, it, you know, an A minor would be in the key of F. So just that, that A, because he's singing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that. That third going up a half step in the chord there just kind of lifts the whole thing into this very hopeful direction, uh, where mm. it's kind of somber at the start, and then all of a sudden, it's just like ah, just like jumps up to just sneak just that one note going up a half step. It's it's crazy how music works like that. That just that one note within the chord just moving up ever so slightly would give it just such a different feeling. It's mm. pretty amazing, yeah. It's a cool, very, very chill song. I love the, I love that guitar tone on the the little riff. It's like that kind of. Um, I don't know. The first mm. thing that comes to mind is their uh, the baritone guitar he uses on Doctor Evil. <laughs> it's almost like mm, yeah, kind of like James Bondy or like Western style tone like this doesn't That's sound a bit like slower this. and softer right or maybe not slow but definitely like a softer kind of yeah it's, it's, it's not, not that hmm. it's not quite as menacing it's not like you know hmm. showdown at high noon but it still has that like it cuts through it's a clean tone but it still you know cuts through that would be interesting mix. as well but uh, it would yeah. definitely change the song if it were <laughs> this kind of menacing tone <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> kind of western showdown thing <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> and the uh the the organ tone that linnell uses hmm. is great just that big kind of pulsing uh you know vibrato on it it's hmm. great and this is of course the factory showroom uh lineup uh, so Doherty's on drums, Graham maybe on mm -hmm. bass, and then that that guitar, that slide guitar solo, uh, you know, in the bridge, Eric Schirmerhorn does is just amazing. Just uh, yeah, yes, yeah. that's the best slide guitar solo in all of TMBG songs. <laughs>
you don't have many to compare but <laughs> yeah what else would there be it's yeah it's really not an element you hear a whole lot what are the well, songs that slight have guitar riff obviously is uh she's an angel but uh, uh sure. just is it a riff or is it just chords with slight guitar i don't know but he's going up and down and up and down yeah, yeah. <laughs> just three chords Rrr. i think yeah yeah yeah, yeah, not a, yeah. It wouldn't be a solo, but it's definitely used to slide guitar for sure. Yeah, something you don't hear a whole lot. Um, and again, yeah, if, if they did more of their country pastiches like they used to, they'd have more opportunities to do that. But you know, <laughs> but neither she's an angel or this are country sounding. But they still get that slide guitar in there. I guess mm. maybe slide guitar would be too obvious in something like you know, like number three. That would have made sense to have slide guitar. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be very... alienations for the rich. Like that would have made mm. that made it would have made too much sense. <laughs> Actually, the slide guitar that that I love uh, hearing is is not the, the classical country kind of thing, but uh, more the the George Harrison kind of pop version, mm. where it's a bit uh, got some effects on it, and it's like really uh, like the thing in the song, like in. Uh, Who's this? Uh, what's this song called with uh, that he recorded with Jeff Lynne and uh, Tom Petty? This kind of where you like get thrown into the song directly. Uh, oh, you mean one of the traveling Wilbur One of the traveling Wilbury songs? Uh, no, actually, uh, but it must have been around the time of uh, yeah, maybe that time or a bit earlier, a bit later. I don't know, but it's called Cheer Down, and it's that's okay. like. <laughs> you right, directly get thrown into the song with with a slide guitar. That's one of my definitely one of my favorite tracks uh, of all time. <laughs> And yeah, I, I would categorize this kind of uh, the the unforgotten uh, slide guitar solo solo in, into the more George Harrison kind of slide guitar solos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like rock guys using slide, you know, and mm. it's not like you're not not like a lap steel or something, but you just gotta, you know, you got a bar on your finger. Um, mm. That used to that used to be huge in like the seventies, and then I feel it kind of disappeared a little bit. I mean, you still see it pop up now and then, but you know, it's never something. I don't know if I've ever seen them live or a live clip of like Miller with a slide on his finger. I can't. Yeah, think, I was yeah, I actually remember. surprised to see like in the. Of course, we over here um, since uh, Charlie Watts died, um, we've. Had like a lot of uh, even on German, German television, of course, a lot of uh, Rolling Stones documentary and concert things uh, going on. Uh, and uh, I was surprised that uh, their their second guitarist, <laughs> I think that's what he's ref being referred to most of the time. Um, how often <laughs> he he just uh, played slide guitar, and this, because I'm not familiar with most of the the Rolling Stones stuff, actually. It's kind of passed me, um, but he's he's using it a lot, so it must have been a big thing once. But uh, I, apart from George Harrison and uh, a couple of others, I, I wasn't really uh, I didn't really think it was uh, that big of a thing. Ah, uh, 
Um, I'm trying to think what Zeppelin songs have it, but I, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, Jimmy Page would, so. yeah, a lot yeah. of that just like so you could really just sweep around the neck real quick like that. Um, yeah, I'm even looking at so Mick Taylor was in the Stones, um, just for late '60s, early '70s, which was when they really started getting deep into the American blues. Mm. And his, the picture of Mick Taylor right on Wikipedia, he's got the slide on his uh, pinky mm. <laughs> right in the picture. Yeah. So he, he might have introduced it. And uh, later, Roy Wood, is this his name? Or am I mixing something Ronnie up? Wood. Ronnie Wood. Ronnie Roy Wood, Wood yeah. is the, the yeah. guy from Milo, or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ronald David Wood. Yeah, yeah, Ronnie okay. Wood. Okay, Ronnie Wood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's... Uh, does um, Keith Richards not? Uh, he doesn't do that slide stuff. I always figured he would have been the one to do it. But yeah, I guess I've never been able to afford to see them live. But uh, <laughs> can't say I watched a whole lot of live footage of them. Uh, oh man, the Wikipedia page for the Stones. Yeah, it's already got in the past members. Has Charlie hmm. Watts. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. So wait, when did Bill Wyman? leave the band i don't know right yeah like right now the members it's only got mick jagger keith richards and ronnie wood why did i think that i thought bill wyman was still playing bass for them but i i guess i kind of lost track of them in like well 82 i don't know i think like the last <laughs> record of theirs that i listened to is like tattoo you mm. and even that very rarely but you know they're i mean you know I think the current bass shit. player already plays with them for at least 20 years or so, so maybe 30. <laughs> so, yeah, so you, yeah, you so missed something. I, <laughs> I missed a little something. Right, but it doesn't have anyone else listed as the members. They probably just got some poor schmuck playing bass, and they're like, you're not really He's probably a studio musician, but he's. Uh, right. my father knows more about them than me because he went to uh, two of their what he thought would be their last tour mm-hmm. <laughs> one in i think uh 1989 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other one in, in uh, 2010 or something i don't know yeah <laughs> it's gotta be <laughs> the last one no nope. yeah i mean the money's so good come on <laughs> i mean they must still get along right i mean mm. yeah gotta yeah charlie watts seemed like a rad dude though definitely one of the guys from that era of rock and roll that really seemed like he probably had his shit pretty together like the whole time and never heard yeah. any crazy crazy stories about him i mean yeah he came through very well i think but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it's it's crazy that he's the one to go first well i mean i guess technically brian jones went first but that was a long long time ago mm-hmm. um but yeah, I mean, how is Keith Richards still kicking? That guy's fucking. He, he doesn't know. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> but speaking of uh, bands who are keeping <laughs> keeping it up very long and probably gonna <laughs> do it similarly long there as the Stones, I don't know. Uh, yeah, they might be giants. Ooh, they might be giants. I don't yes. know that band at all. <laughs> I don't know them. That's uh, that guy Dan Miller. He's a real nut. He's just always just off the deep end. That guy is guitarists, you know, <laughs> with their slide guitars and their marijuana <laughs> cigarettes. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what everybody associates TMBG yeah. with. <laughs> right. But yeah, Shermerhorn's uh, uh, solo on this is amazing. And it would mm. be great if they had played this song like more than four times and like to hear you know miller do the little dun 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 do the slide mm. and all that that would have been that would have been something um and we'll get I, to those we do have mm. two of the four live performances uh, yeah. in existence two of them we've got to play for y'all in a little mm. bit but should we talk about lyrics first uh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think there's something to talk about yeah it, it's one of these that like i don't think it's anything too hidden beneath the surface on mm. this one. It's just like a good Flans, you know, tale of romance and romance lost. Like he, he's, mm. he's the guy it's that another can breakup spin. song in a way, right? Yeah. Or some similar thing. Yeah. I mean, it talks about her, you know, this person's new boyfriend and how, <laughs> you know, hey, that's she's probably the most obvious him. part. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, so don't have to be your only one. Don't have to be something from now on. So it's very, it's pretty kind of dances around it at first, right? It's pretty ambiguous. Like you're only one. What? Something from now on. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that even mean? And, you know, uh, but yeah, when you get to the, just have to be unforgotten. So is he saying what I want it all? I'll just have to be. So he just like, he's fine that she's with some new guy. Just yeah. don't. Yo, remember me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was important in your life. I don't know. It's, it's that, uh, yeah, yeah, what are you yeah. getting from it? I mean, the, the truth is this one regret. I wonder what the truth is. Is, is it just the truth to know that he's probably not going to be remembered or <laughs> what is? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or maybe they broke up because he had some secret that, uh, yeah, he it kept could have been her. his fault and, uh, yeah, something that's, uh, like he's deserved to be forgotten or <laughs> uh, i wonder uh, actually i can really or there was a period of time where i could uh um identify very much with this song i don't know if mm. i'm listened to it more during that time or if i if that's the time when i covered it i think that must have been a bit later um but uh yeah one uh one f- uh, former uh, girlfriend of mine. <laughs> uh, when that like uh, um, kind of well ended, um, I think I, I've identified or I thought similarly than the person in this song. Um, it like ended very smoothly, just like due to like distance and all that, you know, Japan, Germany, that was the thing. <laughs> mm. And, uh, uh, but you know, then there comes the time, uh, uh, there were a couple of stuff that could have been better. You know, I, I could have been a better boyfriend. I could, I, I hope she doesn't yeah. forget. Me. I mean, yeah. maybe that's kind of difficult to forget like the exotic, uh, romance you've had <laughs> in your <Yeah>. youth, but, <laughs> um, With this exotic German. Yeah. Man. Yeah, but then you know, then I kind of thought, oh well, I'm over it now. But then came like the, the uh, we were like lit just a little bit in context still, 
Mm. Uh, contrary what you know what you say well we're, we're gonna stay friends right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes, yes, nice. sure <laughs> well um and then came like uh well uh, sorry i don't want to uh contact you anymore uh, you know uh we just should, should let it be you know i've got a new boyfriend and you know then oh. I, d- I didn't know the new boyfriend and uh but she belonged with him i guess <laughs> <laughs> are they still together um, you don't you wouldn't know I, I have no idea, but uh, I, yeah. I guess so, and uh, I hope so. Um, so yeah, uh, that's yeah, kind of it, how that ended. But it's you know it's kind of this feeling. Uh, you know why can you? Uh, <laughs> why is there like uh, a part of your life that's kind of kind of disappeared? Then you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At, for one person or another. How long were you together? Uh, that was like uh, one and a half years, maybe almost. Okay. I don't know. So uh, yeah, that's a decent chunk of time. Yeah. First, I was, you know, four months uh, in in Japan as an exchange student, and that's where it kind of started. And then I uh, later came back, and uh, then she was in Germany once. That was very nice, but uh, short. And I came back to Japan, and it kind of didn't work out the way we planned because of sickness and all that and uh mm-hmm. just saw each other another week and then yeah, i went back and then somehow we like uh did this uh overseas call thing video call and said well uh, it's kind of not no use anymore and uh and it took me some time but uh yeah and then i decided to uh get to know a uh, Hungarian girlfriend, it's, it seems, and I'm very <laughs> glad now. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> but she's nice, she's living nice. in, in Germany, so that's that's not the uh, the issue there. Good. But, good. Uh, yeah. Although currently she's in Hungary with uh, since she's uh, she's sick, like a heat stroke or something. It, it looked like, Ooh. but maybe it's something different. She's got kind of orientation problems, wow. but uh, oh, yeah. hoping that she's. She's going to be fine soon because that's yeah. that's a tough time right now. But pretty sure she's going to be in Germany back back in Germany next week. So it's cool. c- kind Very of good. gotten better. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's this, um, a bit on my this mind. Song, mm. Yeah, I, I imagine. Yeah, I hope she gets mm. better soon. Um, this song would Thanks. take on a whole other level of meaning in the social media era. Because in yeah. 1996, you know, you could make a nice clean break with someone mm. and just not call them anymore. You mm. know, I mean, I guess, you know, the chance would be like if you actually lived close to each other and you ran into each other at the grocery store or whatever else. But like these days, even if someone is in a whole other country from from you and you break up, you'd still see them pop up around social media. And it depends like... Yeah, it's like, oh, we're still going to stay friends. We're still going to stay Facebook friends. But even if you, like, <laughs> stop talking completely, uh, they might pop up in your feed and be like, oh, with the new boyfriend. Like, oh, <laughs> my the dagger in my heart. <laughs> or even if you unfriend them. I mean, there's places even where, like, you know, a friend of a friend mm. comments on their thing. It might still pop up. And it's like, well, I got to block them. And, like, all these weird things you need to do these days to like really erase someone from you know your periphery uh and all the things you you know you look at every day on your phone it's like yeah, shit definitely. there they are again i don't want to be reminded about their new boyfriend but it also helps you to be unforgotten 
if you know <laughs> <laughs> but do do you want to be remembered that way i, I wonder right yeah. right yeah oh yeah this uh and then yeah the second verse there's a lot of um mm. nice it's got a nice uh bit of repetition that works well for a pop song like this because mm. <clears throat> it is a, a fairly you know um I mean, ballads, I think, are kind of one of Flans' specialties. And mm. the repetition, the uh, the uh, first verse is all that don't have to be, don't have to be, comes several times. Um, and then the second verse is don't have to know what I'm thinking now, don't have to know better days like these, don't have to know where mm. I've been so long. Um, and, yeah, where I've been so long. Again, that makes me think, like, he did something, like he was, where have you been? <laughs> you were are you coming in so late? Uh I was uh working. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's a cheating cheating fool got broken up with. Or yeah. or I or it could just be after the relationship where I've been so long yeah. kind of disappeared for yeah, a little yeah. while. That's what I thought up. as well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of it's it's it gets specific enough to like plant that seed in your brain of something like for you a personal experience you can relate to, but it keeps it vague enough that you can that the listener can make it mm. about themselves, which is what good songwriters do and what I have trouble with. Because <laughs> mm. yeah, obviously it's like a very specific thing, or like you writing a, a song to me about our our <laughs> phone call for our original recording uh, mishap. Uh, you know, it's a lot easier to write about something very specific, um, mm. whereas evoking a feeling without giving these super specific details is actually the harder thing to do. Yeah, at least for me. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Uh, should we let people hear these live performances? Well, maybe just one because I think they're rather similar in a way. They're, I think yeah, there's two days difference, right? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, so which one, I think, uh, oh, which one had the better fidelity? So this was only played... The second one, I guess. Yeah, the four one, times. The bigger one you sent me, yeah. So, yeah. The one with number six, yeah. Yeah, March. so they played it March 21st, <laughs> March 28th. Uh, March twenty eighth again at the late sh- at a later show, and then uh, March 29th. So all within the span of just over a week, played the song four times and then never again. So um, yeah, so we're playing. Okay, so March twenty eighth, nineteen ninety six, in the Mercury Lounge Lounge in NYC. Let's check that out. Yeah, what do you think about the accordion in that that one? You know, replacing the organ. 
Well, I, I heard it after I, I did my cover, so it wasn't that much of a surprise, I guess, but <laughs> uh, that <laughs> yeah. you could put accordion in there. But, uh, right. Yeah, I, I like that, of course. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, you, had, I, you had the idea, hmm. independence of Linnell, to put accordion yes, I, in it. You didn't think, know he had done it 25 years ago. I think similarly, like, uh, as Linnell, I guess you can say. Yeah. Um, so no, I wouldn't go that far. But uh, uh, it's, what I think about the live thing is, uh, it's kind of a pity that you, if there is any, like the guitar riff, or uh, if there's any guitar, you don't really hear it, right? You hear the bass, yeah. you hear the the accordion, <laughs> and you hear yeah. the singing. The accordion the really takes over course, the mix. But, but it's a 1996 live bootleg, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there could be the guitar, but it could also just be Flansy standing there at the microphone with both hands at the mic and <laughs> don't have to be. <laughs> and nobody's yeah, playing that's, guitar. That's, right. Is that something he did back then? I don't know. Yeah, it seems like he's really leaned into being the rhythm mm. guitarist. And he's like, well, if I don't have to play, I'm fucking mm. I'm not going <laughs> to. Just going to. Yeah, Lean on the mic stand mm, here. There's enough to do for two guitarists, I would say. But uh, yeah, hmm. I yeah, wonder. I don't know. Just it's probably it's probably just buried in the mix there. Hmm. Um, so what what do you think about? Well, there was this whole thing with Flansburg on Twitter and Tumblr. Uh, people asking him to basically redo the song. We should go through <laughs> through this thing. So he says. On uh, responding to a fan question on Twitter, I hate the way for Unforgotten came out. It could have been a really good song. And then, so people have bugged him twice about it on <laughs> the TMBG ROK Tumblr. Well, hated is maybe the wrong word. Disappointed or frustrated would be a better way to say it. It was made very quickly and kind of on a deadline as we had to have B-sides for an EP done. I felt like I didn't really know how to shape it into a more complete arrangement and the vocal performance sounds tentative, but those are the breaks. Do you have a problem with uh, his vocal performance in this? I think he sounds a bit different than uh, he does at other songs, especially mm -hmm. at the same time, or maybe, I don't know. But uh, I like it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say anything bad about it it's uh, also like uh, everybody of from my now former band we, we dissolved i guess <laughs> i oh. didn't have anything to do with it but uh, these older men who kind of had their uh, kindergarten problems <laughs> they, <laughs> they uh, kind of got into uh, arguments and uh, oh, now man. now i'm not in a band anymore but uh, they all liked it and the uh, um, also, the the vocal performance of uh, Flansy. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's definitely like like he says they you know they were they needed B sides you know for the the EP the single as it were, um, <clears throat> hmm. and it does sound like maybe maybe he was just wasn't happy with how many takes he got on it, and maybe you know he could have written it the day before or something like that i mean these guys move so quickly and especially mm. if it's something that's not on a proper album or demoed out mm. or anything like this you know there's there's no dial a song version it's like this song was probably crank, cranked out real quick and he's just like you know they were focusing on the album and then he listens to this one back and he's like ah, i could have done better you know that happens you know as songwriters 
uh, and studio musicians. Uh, and then, so someone on Tumblr asked, um, um, reworking if I'm forgotten, uh, uh, JF, am I correct that you have already responded to a query about reworking Unforgotten to your satisfaction, saying something along the lines of that ship has sailed? Hope I'm wrong. That song haunts me. <laughs> Asked Road to Main Squeeze. And he says, I do love the song, and I wish there was a less rushed version of it. For a band with so much history now, I don't know how much I want to consider revisiting stuff just for perfection's sake. If it was a rigorous rethink, maybe. So, because that's one thing they're known for is, uh, yeah, they wouldn't bring a song back just to fine tune it. They'd bring it back to completely just like manipulate it into some totally different thing. Mm. We, we could get like Black Ops and Black Ops alts. <laughs> Maybe we could get Unforgotten alts, and it's just like a fucking rocker. <laughs> or what I just uh, had to think about is like. Uh, even about the vocal performance, I kind of try to think about if Flansburg uh, vocal that would be like maybe more powerful than this one. I thought like this kind of Sinatra song with brass in the background. Ooh. Don't have to be. Yeah, full orchestra. Unforgotten. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, that, how about that? I mean, that would be amazing to have but i still would prefer the original uh, version so maybe a re- <laughs> like a big rethink isn't uh, what the song needs and it's yeah. really just yeah. a little arrangement thing um if at all i mean it's a it's not like the song is really missing anything from my perspective right now maybe it's a bit yeah. thin but I, I don't know but uh, i don't think it's it needs to be redone. Though it would be great to have another version or anything or just have it played live yeah. again. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, you don't need to go back into the studio and perfect it. Get it perfect on stage, right? Yeah. By, by bringing it back on tour. Yeah, that, that's I think that, that's song. That's perfect. more realistic for them to do, right? Yeah. I mean, hell, like, yeah, there's like, you know, a bajillion different versions of istanbul live hmm. you know there's a bajillion different i'm on the twisting on the twisting episode i played like six different versions or hmm. you know they're busting out all these different arrangements and different instruments taking solos and all that like oh twisting you know, just, was great when when they played it in in germany that really that really rocked i, I think they yeah. only played it in Cologne, uh not in hmm. in hamburg but uh i'm i'm not sure about that but they they didn't change a lot of songs. They just changed the the order of it. I, unfortunately, I went to the two concerts with kind of the almost same set list. But the little mm-hmm. changes were uh, were really nice uh, at the time. Yeah, especially like when my mother was there with me or my my parents, both of my parents who enjoyed it a lot. Uh, they yeah. kind of <laughs> played as the last song of the regular set, like the favorite Team BG song of my mother. <laughs> and what's and, and what's your what's your favorite song? My my favorite song is uh um no, your mom, your mom, you said your mom's, mom's favorite, favorite song? song. Yeah. yeah that's Anna Ang. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she she really loves loves it from since those time when I was in Japan and they visited me there and I sang it on karaoke, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that kind of story. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's twisting great. that that really that really rocked. This, when they this go back like into song, it all. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The live versions are great. Yeah. I think it's, that's one of those songs I think that they have perfected it live. Like it's even mm. better than on record. Yeah. Yeah. Where this, I mean, well, it's not an up-tempo rocker. It would definitely have its place in a live set. You know, you got to bring it down now and then. You can't just be at 10 the whole time. You got to bring it down. You know, let the people do their slow dance with their special summon that they got there. You right? could even do it just in the, the Quiet Storm set, right? Just with the, or that, the sticky yeah. But Maybe Flans is like bothered by doing that much acoustic guitar work then but uh, <laughs> man i gotta play you could still lick. play play a lick on the accordion as well so <laughs> yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and some little electronic drums by Marty. some maybe do some weird weird <laughs> sounds on the drums yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah or maybe with kurt ram then doing the slide guitar solo on trumpet you know you could do so yeah. many things yeah that would really oh, valve, valve trombone great. maybe maybe that would work <laughs> you know get some lower uh <laughs> that would be amazing what do you say we head uh, to the cover section oh yeah that's oh sound, yeah. that sounds like a good idea <laughs> yeah so bathrobe basement music time uh this guy here do i know his real name he has popped up before let's look at his about section in youtube it just says just a dude in a bathrobe playing some music in the basement <laughs> and uh if you if you click over to his channel it every single one he's like recorded in the dark it's just uh very <laughs> I don't know, I guess depending on the song, it might be either kind of chill and soothing or just spooky. Yeah, he hasn't put anything yeah. up in two, two years. He cranked out a ton of shit two years ago. Um, mm -hmm. But this one here, uh, Unforgotten, Bathrobe Basement Music Time on YouTube. Let's check this one out. says in the description if this isn't the best song john flansburg ever wrote i don't know what is i still can't believe this was a b-side one of my favorite songs of all time how about that strong statement so he would he would give it a 10 huh <laughs> it sure sounds like it yeah he did i left my body i wonder if there's mm. any other again i i should have just like it's, it's it's way too late now, but I should have logged a list of all the covers I've played on the show so that when I'm always asking this question, I'm like, I know this person's been on an episode before, but I have no idea what they covered. And these people that cover a million things. See, here's Hovering Sombreros. I haven't done that one yet. I've got a match. May have been on that one. Uh, 
Uh, hard to say. If only there was, you know, a recording of these episodes that I could go back and listen to. I'm not going to go back and listen to my own episodes. You kidding me? Uh, what, so, what do you think about this? I really like it. Uh, well, uh, it's. I mean, he's uh, guitar-wise, he's he's really good, and uh, his voice is great, and he's singing it with such dedication, such love for the song that you can't hate it. I think he, he could perform that somewhere, and it it would uh, really st steal the show, you know. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. It's one of those songs that's such a deep cut, you could put it in your own set and just yeah. pretend it's your own song and no one would ever know. The only thing <laughs> I'm obviously uh, missing is the, the uh, and I, apart from humming, he, there's no way he, he could have done that there, but uh, the slide guitar thing, of course. But, uh, right, right. <laughs> but I think it's uh, maybe the better decision that he took it down there so he has like the, the deep feelings and doesn't destroy it by meow, 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 or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing underneath Right, yeah, yeah, meow. Oh, actually saying meow. <laughs> yeah, but to this kind of performance. Get the double clicks uh, in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, with nice. their meowing keyboard. <laughs> that would, yeah, this would be a less appropriate song to put it on. <laughs> as well as, uh, I think... Uh, uh, Kevin Barnes did that once before of Montreal where he did these mm. like very old songs like that dirty Dustin Hoffman needs to <laughs> eat the snow but I don't know what it's called but uh, yeah, he, I don't know. he really just just uh, did the solo with like meow 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 <laughs> that was amazing oh boy yeah I, I love I love that as well but uh, yeah here it, it maybe it wouldn't have fit uh, so I think he's done the the right thing yeah <laughs> all right let's move on to uh brooke mm -hmm. pridemore who was previously on the oh do not forsake me uh episode i know their covers have been in a couple other things um brooke is a big monopuff fan so much so that their contribution to the purple to pay uh compilation is poison flowers. So there, hmm. th th Brooke's the only one breaking the rules on a They Might Be Giants covers compilation. And but I, I approved it. Doing a monopuff song <laughs> on Purple Toupee. It's very good. People should go buy the compilation because it's for charity. And I've, I've, you know, I've talked about it for months, so I think people know the deal. But it's a good one. And so let's listen to Brooke's version of Unforgotten. Don't have to be your only one. Don't have to be something from now on. Don't have to be. What I want at all just have to be un 
forgotten I know your new boyfriend And you belong So I'm trying to figure out here Brooke mm-hmm. must be in an open tuning. There's also a capo going on. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the same key than before, uh, like before, but uh, um, it's yeah. I wonder how he's doing that, or did he just tune it up a bit? No. I'm wondering if that- maybe. Huh. So if it's. If they're in like open D or something and then capoed it up, mm-hmm. those, yeah, because it looks like, let's see, one, two, three, yeah, like third fret then would put that in F. Uh, and he's mostly playing just the, the power chords, right? Just the bass strings there. Yeah. It gives, gives it, it a, a really a very yeah cool vibe. Um, It keeps it chill, but gives it maybe a little bit more... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if if menace is the right word, but it's a gentle menace. It's like, yeah, it gives it more of kind of like a punk rock feel. Like, yeah, like the power chords. You know, it's amazing. He, it's, he uh, simple. can play a lot of the uh, stuff without even or with just like uh, pressing down a couple of a few strings uh, or or none at all. You know, he's he's found a very wrist relaxing way to play it and it gives it a really <laughs> strong deep kind of vibe like very slow loud steps coming close to you mm. kind of yeah it's a very deliberate rendition of it very um yeah it's almost i mean it's a little slower than the original isn't it mm-hmm. i mean it's very um methodical and um yeah, everything is like it's very cool hearing it with a diff because I'm a guy that's never fooled with open tunings very much. They seem mm-hmm. like something that could be a lot of fun, a fun rabbit hole to go down. Um, yeah, because you have to like completely relearn how to use your fingers, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you're playing it like you know if you're going open tuning and using a slide, that's one thing. But uh, open tuning and doing like uh, I mean like emo tunings. Pretty much. I think we're in an emo tuning here, maybe. <laughs> but it sounds really cool for this song. It totally works. Yeah, so uh, it looks like the the uh, capos just put somewhere that it's, you know, and the tuning's just in a way that uh, when he doesn't do anything and just just play the, the open chord, uh, then it's, it's F and or maybe some kind of open F. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm thinking like open D is a pretty common tuning, and then third uh-huh. fret would put that uh-huh. into an open F tuning. But yeah, open D. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. What would that be? Yeah, so it would be like D A D G, and then maybe like D D at the top. Like there's there's different ways to do it, um, <clears throat> but uh, mm-hmm. it's that's something I've been meaning to fool with. I've, <laughs> I actually have an open tab on my. phone and chrome on my phone that uh has the sonic youth website they have all of the tunings the alternate the crazy tunings that they use for every single song in their whole catalog you can look at what each member of the band is tuned to uh 
for every song that they've ever released. And you look at these tunings and they're just bonkers. I mean, there's somewhere like four of the strings are tuned to like F sharp or something. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why, how do you even come up with that? Why do you, why would you do that to yourself? But then you realize, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how they get some of the crazy sounds. Uh, okay. So then we've got nuclear bubble wrap from the Bay Pay tributes. Yes, it's from First volume one. Of they pay actually, <laughs> but they pay tribute. Um, I was on the the second volume of that, and uh, I I funded it on Kickstarter, and I'm pretty sure that I like paid for some set where I get both CDs, but then I only got one. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> so Adam, Adam, but can I I, I that. didn't kind of uh, dare to say, well, Adam, you you know, you got to send this to Germany again now, <laughs> both of them, please. Oh, yeah. man. Kind of that. Well, I'm, at the very <laughs> least, he could send you the MP3s. Oh, yeah, that would, if, if I, you know, he's got to look it up if I really paid for it, and if, if I'm not mistaken, of course. Um, and if I, like, ordered the right thing, but... Uh, yeah, that would that would be great. <laughs> yeah, Adam Rivera put together these two. Uh, yeah, they're exclusive. I mean, Nuclear Bubble Rap has had a couple songs on them. Mm. I'm, I, again, I can't remember which episode they were on before, but uh, it's. Uh, I don't know if Adam approved it to be elsewhere, but usually he wants us to be exclusive to those comps. But Nuclear Bubble Rap has it here on SoundCloud.com slash Nuclear Bubble Rap. So let's uh, listen to it. I love the bold statement here. John Flansburg of TMBG said he hated how their song Unforgotten came out. So I improved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I just thought when I, when I started listening to it, that uh, this probably like the more powerful, more uh, yeah, we reworked version of it that could sound like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really well done. And the the manipulated vocals and the low vocal on the just have to be mm-hmm. is something that seems to be a, a calling card of this band is getting those mm-hmm. those wacky vocals in there. So that's pretty fun. Uh, it's definitely a different take on this one. And then some guy named Noah did this song too. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! He did. Yeah. We'll skip. Yeah. We'll skip that one. It's you know we don't need to worry about that. <laughs> He's done enough. <laughs> don't have to. 
about uh your cover and how that all came together and your thoughts on that uh i wonder what kind of came first but uh, in the end it went on a um, little fan cover compilation where i actually had three songs on and now there's a second volume uh coming out soon i guess where i only managed to do one um which is uh my lone constellation the demo version of uh, see the constellation you know i'm going for the deep cuts <laughs> but jesus uh, i kind of reworked that in an interesting way maybe um but uh yeah that's i don't know if that was like the first thing and i thought oh well, i need to do unforgotten or if i on my own just thought okay, i really want to do this song <laughs> but i think it, it was a reason to um work harder on it and really make it my first cover where I would say, oh, like, you know, this came out really good. Uh, I mm-hmm. don't have anything to criticize <laughs> about I'm myself. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 uh, the, I think the, there's a little drum beat in the background, which is just from my guitar looper then. Uh, so that's uh-huh. a bit, okay. uh, it doesn't, it doesn't react on anything that happens in the song. It's just a fitting background. Uh, just keeping it, yeah. Yeah. Keeping it locked in, sure. So that would be a point of criticism, but uh, yeah, from that, I think I, I did a good job with the slide guitar solo. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I did that, but uh, and I <laughs> kind of uh, and lengthened it uh, over the uh, the. Re- uh, introduced like a riff kind of did it like when i when i record you know i like to just uh yeah jam expanded upon yeah yeah you jammed it out sometimes it's uh it just sounds right yeah Uh, Yeah, so i'm I'm a bit uh proud uh of uh of that i don't know how i if if the the vocals came out well or anything, I don't remember that. I yeah, as I said, yeah, I think this kind of dialer song like uh, demo version, really low quality, and uh, yeah, I, I think I mixed uh, or messed up the production there, so so it turned out like that. I think it must have been better sounding than that because I kept a lot of the. Uh, tracks and just redid the vocal and did more guitars overdub and all that yeah i I kind of spent a lot of time on that song i think it's worth it oh it sounds uh, great yeah yeah, we're gonna let the the people hear it in full (laughs) man i think the accordion thing in the in the during the solo i also kind of did a nice thing that i don't know if it's 
unconsciously also influenced by stuff that Linnell does on the accordion or for where I take that from, but yeah. I, yeah. I give all the credit to to they might be giants for influencing me to be able to sometimes do covers that are all right <laughs> for writing the songs to oh, it, yeah. first your of all are great your covers are great i think we need to score this song ah oh, already okay <laughs> already this time this time i thought uh, about scoring where i would score this song before and i'm not yet fully I uh, haven't yet fully decided, but I, I think I kind of know where I'll put it. So what's it going to be? Um, you know, the last song I scored was 8-0, right? The, uh, or wait, 1-8-2, the... I don't know. But I think That's I'm going to go 8-3. That's another thing I don't three. keep track of is my guest okay. scores. I just keep track of my own. Yeah, but I think this, eight, this song 3? is... 8-3? Yeah, 8-3. I think this... Uh, the, probably doesn't uh, get any hires, but uh, I, I, I'm trying to kind of describe why it's why it's not going up more like higher but I think among Flansburg's songs I really love it but um, maybe it doesn't have the power that I love about a lot of they might be giant songs it's mm-hmm. but I really love that that there are these kind of songs that's um and uh, as well and uh yeah i think i've i've, I've explained bef- today how why i like the song and what i like about it but maybe there's something uh some reason <laughs> that it's it's no, not it's, going it up higher it, yeah can't it's, all it's, be intense yeah it's it's gotta be scored against all the other songs and um yeah, but I think that's yeah. The song doesn't have to be a ten for you to love it. Out of my top ten, I think there will probably be a lot of Linnell songs, and uh, but yeah, that was a, I'm trying to think of the like my favorite Flansburg song, and kind of for for comparison. But uh, this is, I think, about in the Flans song. This is maybe in the top ten. Yeah could be yeah nice that's a good maybe one. it's good tenth one. ninth kind of yeah that's it's a really really good song and who knows if it had been like a real big uh album track if it would be even higher but uh yeah i think it's uh it's worth uh doing it on a live show again maybe for the band and uh oh, man it, yeah, it's, it's hard to say, like, where, like you said, if this were a factory showroom track that I had been hearing since 1996, rather than this lost, you know, B-side that I didn't really hear till like, well, honestly, I don't know if I heard it until I started the podcast and I started, like, really looking at the full discography, every little thing. I'm like, what the hell are all these... 90s ep songs like where like they're like nowhere because i didn't buy all these eps on cd at the time um and i don't know the the record shop close to me in the chicago suburbs didn't have them or i just didn't know they existed it was the 90s i don't know but i didn't have them and i didn't hear them forgotten i'm pretty sure till yeah like three years ago so like 
I'm looking at it through a lens of, you know, not as much nostalgia as I would be like, you know, till my head falls off or something like that, you know, which that episode is not out at the time of recording, but uh, it will be out by the time this comes out. And I gave that a, yeah, like that's a 9.5. I mean, that is way up there. Well, this one, yeah, not as much time with it, but it is that cool uh, Flansburg ballad, the kind of thing that, mm-hmm. that Flans does best. Uh, you know, that's his strength. You know, Linnell is not much of a ballad guy. Flans has got that, that relationship song on lock. Mm-hmm. I mean, Linnell does like the fucked up relationship songs. That's like, but you can't yeah. relate to him as much unless, you know, someone was horribly maimed in the experience. That would be like a Linnell relationship song. <laughs> this one, it's like that rare, like heart tugging, they might be giant song. So I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go 7.1 on this bad boy. Um. Yeah. So Noah, plug your stuff. Where should people go to hear more? Uh, they should hear you on Purple Toupee for sure. Where else should they go and hear your stuff? Uh, probably for the moment, uh, just SoundCloud. I guess. Do I have? Well, sometimes I do something on the, but that's probably. Not Tell the them all the places. Quality. Yeah, sometimes I'm, I'm <laughs> on the uh, We Might Be Giants Facebook group as well, but uh, I kind of struggle to um, combine my good microphone thing with uh, the handy camera videos. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. so it's rather That's low quality there. Video. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of the live thing there. Yeah. Uh, if I do something and uh, yeah, SoundCloud, I put a lot of stuff. Uh, most of it. Tell the people that TMBG. address again. Uh, it's uh, Takahiro Twenty Four. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Named after Takahiro Tekine, one of my favorite players. Uh, unfortunately, he's not as good as he was, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's because he doesn't have the twenty four on his back anymore. It's the forty one now. <laughs> Oh, did he switched teams. <laughs> yeah, he he switched. Traded. He came to Germany, but uh, then he he went back. He came back very much worse, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> but uh, no. I hope he's he's <laughs> he's uh, going back to his former self in a way, like on the pitch. <laughs> and you he's have a talented. you have a band camp as well, right? Yeah, uh, it's is it just called Nakasendo? I don't know. It's uh, the a famous uh, like uh, post town connecting like it, it, uh, the before the before Japan opened up to the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> it it was a important uh, route in in Japan where like hmm. you could go from Kyoto to Tokyo and and back and uh, uh, I've traveled a part of that route myself just walking through the mountains and that that was really nice Ooh. so uh, wow. and uh, I thought since my initials are kind of in it at least from my first name Noah Daniel <laughs> you have Andy <laughs> Nakasendo <laughs> kind of uh, okay. spell about... it for people spell it for me let me okay. see this so N A K A S E N D O and maybe someday something's gonna get released there. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I either misspelled it or something because it didn't come. Is anything there? 
No. <laughs> okay, so it's so I don't think it's been made public yet. I don't think you launched the page because it's not showing it. Okay. And put something up there. Yeah. You know, when, uh, yeah, when the purple toupee stuff goes uh, streaming, you can put that up there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You can find This Might Be a Podcast at thismightbeapodcast.com. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, all the places. Uh, but let's get some uh, stuff for the mailbag. Send me emails. That's a better way to do it. I like the tweets, but if you got something you want captured on an upcoming episode, this might be a pod at Gmail is the way to do it. Or leave a voicemail, even better, 224-801-2930. And I always forget to say to go and subscribe or leave reviews or ratings or whatever else and those things that make people find the podcast more. So go uh, smash that like button. That sounds like a good say. idea. <laughs> yeah, thanks again for being on Noah and and sorry we had to we had to postpone it for so long just after a time confusion, but you know that the baby kind of just uh took precedence mm. over everything for a little bit. Oh there. yeah, no 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 <laughs> sure. uh, that's, that's totally understandable. How dare yeah, you? Yeah. <laughs> Damn baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dethroning me as the most important person in Greg's life. How dare yeah. she? <laughs> All right, man. It's good talking to you. And uh, let's, uh, you want to get another song on the spreadsheet for later? Oh, uh, do you have some you can song think in mind? On that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying pick now. I'm just saying you want to uh, do another yeah, one down I the guess, road. Okay. I guess, I guess, yeah. All right. You can think on Spoon that. Let later. Me know. <laughs> sooner or later alright dude that was awesome just how to be